she's back with a bang. Oh, she's back in with a bang, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the back of the bang. Random Ado podcast with me, your guest introductory host, Jerry Icon O'Toole. Jerry Icon O'Toole, they call me because I'm an icon over here in these parts of the world. You're going to be an icon, then you've got to be like Jerry Icon O'Toole. Episode 83, May 15th, who cares? Once we get to 100, then we can all die. That's what Jerry Icon O'Toole always tells me. And now I hand you back to your host this evening, Mark Hayes. Welcome back, Mark. Ah, oh, Jesus, thanks, Jerry. Too kind, Jerry, you're too kind. Thanks for that lovely intro. Um, see you later, Jerry Icon O'Toole. And all the best to you too, Mark. All the best. Jeez, I'm sweating. The sun is beaming in as we speak on the podcast. It's hot as balls. My balls are hot as a donkey. I think donkeys will be hot hanging out in the sun all day long. <coughs> I'm hot even sitting next to a window. Just did hot yoga too. Sweating like a whore in the hot yoga. Jesus, it was mental. Uh, I got the group on, so I had to do 10 classes in 30 days. I think I did six. I have one day left, maybe. Am I going to do three classes tomorrow? Will I get all my money's worth? That's the question. I love a bargain. Bargain hairs, they call me. Um, But I did one today. What was it? I did one last week by mistake. It was awful. Abs, buns, and guns. And it was all ass work. And I was like, all right, don't I work my ass this much? Oh, so much ass work. I couldn't sleep for like three days properly. My ass was killing me. My hips. These muscles on the side. I was like, what are these fat pieces of shit hanging off my body? Oh, we're going to work them out. Oh, superb. Can't wait. Can't wait for the lads. Great day for the boys. Great day for the boys working out the ass. Today was some boot camp cardio. It was packed. Dude doing it. It's usually I've only got women instructors. This guy was... Third. It's like... Uh, if you're like, oh, I wonder what the clowns over in LA are like. They're exactly what you imagine. This dude tattooed on his shoulder. Like a big tribal tattoo covering all his shoulder. He's wearing some bandana. And he's just screaming at people. Screaming. Screaming hard. At one point, it was packed. He was like, no one cares about you. You paid money to be here. Don't give up. And you're like, I just want to give up. I'm sweating so much. I was standing next to a window in front of a mirror. Sunlight coming in. I was like, what? I thought I had a good body. And then you see the true you. And you're like, oh, I've been lying to myself all these years. All these years I've been lying to myself. And now my fire alarm is going off. Hang on. I have definitely been lying to myself. I think from an early, early age, I was lying. I realized the other day, I was like, when I was 18, I presume by the age I am now, that I'd be like a billionaire. Definitely thought I'd be a billionaire. I'd always be wearing a suit for some reason, because I'd be a sharp man, sharp Susan Hayes, they'd call me. Um, I would, what else would I be? Billionaire. I said that. I would be a... I was in suits. I mentioned that, I believe. 
I've been married to Miss Universe, of course. That's uh, that's that's where I set the goals, people. Miss Universe, Miss Universe, and I'd also be on the cover of uh, People's Magazine's Most Beautiful People. They were my goals as a, as a wee child. All the way up to 18, I was like, that's what I'm going to be. I don't know how, but I can dream. I can dream about the end point and forget about how to get there. It'll just all happen. And then you realized, oh, no, it doesn't just happen. And now we've fucked it all up. You ran out of potential. You used to think you were a 10, but your 10 was only in the middle of the word potential. And now you're just a shell, a shell of a man. Who you once could have been. You, you're doing hot yoga to pass time, to kill time, to numb the pain, to sweat it all out. Deluded. That's what I realized looking at my body with standing next to a sunny mirror. I know, in front of a mirror with the sun coming in and you're just sweating and you're like, Jesus, I need a tan. And Jesus, it's roasting in this room. It's like 95 degrees or something. So I'm going shouting at you. He kept picking on this one girl. He was like, are you here? Do you want to be here? Do you want to be fucking here? He didn't curse, but I just added that in for comedic effect. He's like, do you want to be here? Do you want to be here? And the girl was like, I do. I do want to be here. I was like, I don't really want to be here. I just want to use up the rest of my Groupons so I don't feel like I've wasted my money. Because I basically just buy Groupons and then let them expire. And then be like, ah, I'll use, I'll buy another one. I'll definitely use this one. And I'm in an endless loop. But this one's around the corner for me. So now I go. It's like a boot camp cardio. I don't know. It's 45 minutes. The rest of them are an hour. It's like 45 minutes. Nice. In and out. Sweat out. Sweat out my, my booze. My lack of sweat, sweat out the shame, shame of life, that life just really hands you over and you're like, oh, thanks life, here's more shame to put on top of the old shame. Nice, nicely done. Let's build a sandcastle of shame. Um, and then the dude's just like, who wants to be here? You're paying money. And everyone's like, we want to be here. And I was too goose to answer. I think I was underneath a heater too, so I was extra sweat. And at one point I was just fucked, couldn't see. Felt like my eyes were pissing blood and urine and sweat and everything. It was just coming out of every every angle. My buddy the other day told me, he's like, I saw a guy hot yoga. That guy was pissing his pants and he was like, it's just sweat. It's like, there's a lot of sweat coming from your crotch. That's what I felt like. <clears throat> You're just lying on the mat and you're weeping and you're sweating and you're wailing and the teacher's screaming at you. And he started screaming at that girl, do you want to be here? Do you want to be here? She was like, I do. And he was like, do you want to do burpees? Hands in the air. Who wants to do burpees? And I didn't put my hand in the air and she didn't put her hand in the air. And he was like, well, we're going to be doing burpees now because of you to the girl. And then I was dying and he started shouting at somebody. He was like, who's your daddy? Who is your daddy? You're like, what? Is this guy saying, who's your daddy in class? And then I must have looked at him or something. He started staring at me saying, who's your daddy? And I was like, oh, I can't keep doing this. I was doing some squats or some kettlebells or whatever the fuck they're called. Some death bells. And they were just like, who's your daddy? 
Oh, your daddy screaming. He had one of his microphones around his head too, so he was extra loud and it was extra hot. And he turned up the heat and he kept saying, "We're on our last ninety seconds for about fucking ten minutes in a row. It's the last ninety seconds. Don't give up." And you're like, "Just let me fucking give up and go home." I wanted to break a sweat, not break mentally down. And then he said, "Who's your daddy?" One more time, and I just wailed, "You are." And then the music ended and I was still wailing at the end of the class. You are. You are now my daddy. So that was nice. Went home, felt very refreshed, felt meditated, felt uh, invigorated and enriched. Alive once again. Everyone in LA (coughs) wants to be daddy. That's what I realized. Everything's sugar daddy. Who's your sugar daddy? I saw, I was going hiking yesterday. Uh... A run up Runyon And there was just a van parked at the bottom of it Pink van and it was like It had a girl's face on the side of it And then it had <coughs> What did it say Like everything is just sex in this country Sex, sex, sex Sex, sex, sex This one said It was a pink van, a girl's face And it had money daddy On the side of it And it said Secret rendezvous, dating, money daddy, friendship, ladies, sign up for free, money daddy, dot LA. You're like, what the fuck, how's this, how's this a thing, you're, you're advertising for who on the side of the street? Um, yeah, everyone wants to be daddy, I got a buddy, <coughs> this is very emasculating, and all he says is like, I am daddy, <coughs> Crystalia. Starting a cult where everyone calls him daddy. And when I hang out with him, he stays all the time. Yes, I'm fucking daddy. And you're like, no, you're not. I'm daddy. And then you realize you're now saying that you're daddy. And everyone's saying daddy. And you're like, but I got a dad, David Hayes. He's at home. He's a great man. Loves golf. Principal. Used to be a principal. Top, top sound. Great dad. <coughs> And then I was in a Uber or something, or someone the other day, and someone said, or maybe I heard someone on Skype <coughs> saying like, "I'll say hi to Daddy, little girl." And then it was very annoying that the first thought in my head wasn't like, "Oh, is it I'm Daddy or my Dad," and it was uh, my buddy Chris saying, "I'm fucking Daddy." So that was nice, you know. That's where my brain has ended up now these days. I started with such high hopes when I was 18. Now I'm living in LA. And men are calling themselves daddy to me. So that's nice. That's not exactly where you see your life end up. But you know, you take a chance. You, you follow your dreams. And then they get fucked, mangled, put through the slicer. And you end up just thinking about daddies the whole time. Now we live in West Hollywood, you'll see a silver-haired man in good shape, old, an older fellow, and I'll be like, oh, that's a silver-haired daddy, or a silver-haired fox, and you're like, why do I know this now? I don't want to know this, but it's part of my brain at the moment, it appears to be. So that's a good laugh, highly recommend moving to LA, follow your dreams, and you'll end up maybe like, like me, sweating, crying, and pissing your pants in hot yoga, Having a man yell, who's your daddy, until you say, in return, you are. You are now my daddy. 
Great day for the lads. Jeez, I'm sweating. Sweating. Sweating like a whore. It's funny too, I was working out. Chris, I'm joined like a gym near my house, but Chris has joined the gym Equinox. It's the biggest poser place in the entire world. It's ridiculous. Um, it's next. No one, everyone's beautiful there. It's like the women, you're just like, ah, stop, ah, stop. The dudes are all chiseled, you're like, ah, stop, ah, stop, come on now, come on now. Uh, and no one sweats. Everyone's just in their pose. And I think they work out somewhere else and then they go to Canox to pose, standing around. Like the other day, we were in there and Fabio was next to us. That's the kind of place that is. Fabio doing his glute stretches next to me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. There's two two international sex icons just working out next to each other. Me and Fabio. Mercio and Fabio. I must say I was better looking than him. And that's how deluded I am. I was like, ah, Fabio's let himself go. Whereas I'm uh, on the up. I'm only getting better with age. Fabio here, they call me. It was weird. It's funny too, Chris. Like, it's weird that we live almost the same lives. We just work out and hang out and then do comedy. And you're like, yeah, but you're kind of more successful. You've got all the money up in the hills. He's joined Equinox as well. As I think it's about two grand a month. And then he's joined another part where you have your own private locker room. There's a not there's one locker room, but then there's the executive locker room, which is even nicer. And it's actually unreal. You walk in, you have your own locker. They've already washed your gym clothes. Everything's good to go. You put it on. You work out. You come out. You leave the dirty clothes in the locker. And you just shower and you go about your day. Whereas if I go to the gym, I have to dress at home. Because I don't want to dress in those lockers. Because it's full of creeps by me. And they're just going to be walking around. Might be having a wank. Who knows? You want to take a chance. Your locker could be broken into... Uh, you work out, it's packed. Just weirdos. People dressed as Superman in there in my gym because it's closer to Hollywood where everyone's crazy. And then you go home and you have to shower and then you have to wash your own clothes like a peasant, like the peasant that I am and that you are. And it's like, yeah, we don't live exactly. You live like the good version of the life that I live. You live the life that I thought I would be living at this point in my life, although neither of us are billionaires. So, you know, it's a, it's an even even ground, even Stevens, as they call me, Miss Universe. I wonder now who who I'd pick. I wonder if I was picking Cindy Crawford back then. I was always a big fan, big fan. I wonder if Fabio knew Cindy, no Cindy Crawford. I should have asked him. I'd be like, hey, Fabio. You want a deep glute stretch in return? You give me a Cindy Crawford's number and I'll text her. Is he gay or straight? Doesn't even know. Some guy was telling me he was like, apparently he lives like a hoarder. Um, so that's disappointing if he does. I thought Fabio was the man, but apparently he's a dirty, dirty man. I was watching. Have you seen this Netflix documentary about the pizza bomb? What's it called? Evil genius. It's mental, mental. Uh, it's about this is only like 15 years ago too <coughs> about this dude I don't know where it is let's say Pennsylvania and this dude walked into a bank and he had a bomb around his neck and he was just a pizza delivery guy and he was like I went to drop off pizzas 
at someone's house and they forced me to rob a bank by putting a bomb around my neck. And then you're like, he leaves the bank. He's all lackadaisical. You're like, yeah, that's weird. And then he sits down because the bomb, the ticker is going off and the police have caught him. And you're like, that's not a real bomb, is it? That's around his neck. And then the ticker gets louder and you're like, all right, that sounds like a ticking bomb. And you're like, is it's gonna? And they have everything on camera because all the TV people were there or something. Police maybe had cameras. And then the bomb goes off, and you're like, oh Jesus, he died, he died. That's not really a spoiler because it's in the description. But what a weird documentary. Everyone's lying, two-faced whore. You don't, you're like, who's telling the truth? Are they all sneaks? I think they are. And what the fuck is going on? They're all a myth or crack. Are they all whores? Are they smart or psycho? There's a woman shaving her eyebrows, which is to me is the most mental thing you can do. Someone shaved one of my eyebrows before, and I look like a nut job. This woman was shaving both her eyebrows over and over. You're like, ah, she's crazy. But is she pretending to be crazy so she's not put up for manslaughter or murder? I'd watch it. It's fucking impossible, too, to find good shit in Netflix. There's so much. It's easier to find love than it is to find something good on Netflix. Your soulmate is out there, easily found. Something good in Netflix, not so much. Jackets tough to find I bought a new pink jacket because that's the kind of man I am I bought a new pink jacket can you believe that I also got yellow yellow shoes dubious about the yellow shoes I like the jacket summer jacket it's too hot I'm fucking sweating like a whore all day every day but I force myself to wear it but I'm like hmm should I be wearing yellow shoes I thought I'd be wearing suits and sharp and a billionaire and now I'm wearing yellow shoes Yellow shoes haze, they call me. I have gold shoes, but they're even more subtle than these yellow. They might even be orange. That's how much I don't know what fucking color they are. That's the life I live now. Watching documentaries about pizza men getting blown up. And uh, having men call themselves daddy to me. That's nice. That's nice. And I, said, I wonder if girls are like, who's your mommy? Who is your mummy? To their friends, taking the piss. I'm the mummy of the group. I am the mummy of the group. Tough week this week. I had to throw out some of my favorite underwear. Oh, it's very upsetting. I don't know why you get attached to underwear. Boxers, socks, you name it. Fun memories. I'll be like, oh, I remember those socks. I went to the Caribbean in those socks. Caribbean or Caribbean? What do you say? Pirates of the Caribbean or Pirates of the Caribbean? How nine is it too? I was reading some <coughs> thing the other day and some guy was like, I remember I read this book. It wasn't even that. Something about... I remember one time I was in Barcelona and I had a glass of water. One time I was in Barcelona and I had a sandwich. And oh boy, that sandwich that I had in Barcelona. One of the best sandwiches ever that I ever had when I was in Barcelona. Excuse me. Barcelona. I remember I used to have a teacher in school in Ireland. And she'd be like, we might go on a school trip to Barcelona. And we'd be like, just say Barcelona. She's like, no. That's how the Catalan people say it. Barcelona. You're like, but you're not from fucking Catalan. You're from Cork. So say it like a Cork person, perhaps. 
She'd be like, no, Barcelona. You're like, all right, Barcelona it is. Off we go. But when people name drop where they were and it's not part of the story, you're like, ah, okay, you fucking cunt. Go fuck off. Okay, that's enough. Oh, one time in Swahili, you uh, cut your finger. Oh, that's amazing. You cut your finger in Swahili when you're opening a can. That's nice. That's nice. You want me to ask you about Swahili? I won't be. I won't bite the bait. I won't jump into whatever bullshit story you want to tell me. All I did just remember the time I was in Barcelona. <coughs> and I got pickpocketed. Oh, what a prick. On the Therambulas. I can't remember where we were there. Just visiting my buddies. This guy came up to me. Actually, I was there twice. I liked the way I mocked people who were like, oh, but I was in Barcelona. And I'm like, when I was in Barcelona twice, first time I remember it was a school trip. We were like 16, 17. We thought the women were the hottest women we've ever seen. Um, <coughs> people were, you could buy beer from the, uh, what are they called? Vending machines? Beer. But one of our buddies didn't realize he was buying non-alcoholic beer. And he pretended to be drunk until someone said, you know, that's non-alcoholic. And he sobered up in the blink of an eye. He went from hammered, falling around to perfectly normal. We were like, that's weird. So you're you're a liar. You're a liar, Brian. I won't say his surname, but Brian, you're a liar. Oh, he lost a lot of clout from that point on in his life. No one believed him anymore. He was the guy who pretended to be drunk off non-alcoholic beer. I remember one time I was taking a nap too. My brother, Derek, brought these hot girls that we were cracking onto back to the hotel room. We were like literally 16, 17, I think, max. (coughs) And I was taking a nap and he walked in and I didn't realize anyone was in the room. And I had an itchy bum and you know what you do when you have an itchy bum? You itch it. You itch the itch. There's nothing worse when you're at a restaurant. This happened to me as well the other day. You're at a restaurant and your ass is itching and you're just like, I can't just itch it. So you try and fiddle around on the seat and you're sliding up and down and you're gyrating. You're fucking the seat almost. You're like, come on, get rid of the itch. And you're trying to use your ass, your ass to scratch the, uh, the itch. Your ass is overworked and you're sweating and you're just itchy ass but at that time Barcelona he walked in itched the ass in front of him and the two girls and apparently I had a big long itch scratch and he was just like alright we should leave and they were like what is he doing why is he why is he scratching his ass for so long and I was half asleep I walk off and they were like, you were itching your ass for ages. And I was like, no, I wasn't. Because the shame kicked in, so I denied. I denied it immediately. No, I was not. And then we went downstairs to the hotel where they were having a disco and we tried to dance. And at one point I, I was like, I think that teacher who was saying a Barcelona is into me. But she wasn't, obviously. She wasn't a pedophile. Great trip. That was the first trip. That was the ass itching trip. Second trip, older. We were boozing, less ramblers. This little gypsy came up to me and he was like, You like soccer? And I'm dumb. And I was like, I know. 
And then he started going, Messi, Barcelona. And I started, I was drunk, started chanting with him. He put his arm around me. Then he locked his leg with my leg and started doing a dance where we were hopping up and down. And I was like, yeah, Barcelona. I started chanting along with them. And then uh, I didn't realize that he was pickpocketing my wallet, stealing me wallet out of my pocket. Nicely done. And then he went away and everyone was like, ah, oh, he was fun, wasn't he? He was fun the way he was dancing and chanting. And I was like, yeah, man, the locals love me anywhere I go. The locals are a fan of me. And then this American tourist was like, here, uh, hey man, that guy stole your wallet. And I was like, what? Don't say that about my friends. I checked my pants and he'd stolen my wallet. Straight out of the pants. When he was doing the leg dance, he was slipping his right arm <coughs> into my pants. I thought he was, I was like, oh, is he frisky? I honestly didn't notice it at all. I can't even pretend to be like, oh, I, I thought he was giving me a wank. No. He was stealing it, and he stole it so well I didn't know. And then we chased after him, and we chased, and it was him and about eight friends, and they ran. And then they were trying to run down an alley, and he threw the wallet away, so I got the wallet. And then he kept chasing me. And then he said, come down the alley and fight. And then we realized, oh, we're getting baited. And it looked like they had knives. And we said, look, we got the wallet. We'll let you go. We'll let you go, pikeys, gypsies. who will probably steal us some more. It was like, what's that? Um, What's that? What is that movie? Oliver Twist. It's probably like Oliver Twist. <coughs> Oh, there's this person who keeps phoning me instead of texting me and she drives me mental because <clears throat> she phones me about nothing. She's phoning me right now about nothing to try and do a bit on me and tell me that she should be a comedian and she's not fucking funny. It's because she's good looking. She thinks she can be a comedian because maybe one time someone said to her, you're hilarious, you should be a comedian. And now she phones me because I'm a comedian and tells me that she should be a comedian and be on the show, my show. And I'm like, why? And she says, because I'm funny. And I'm like, you've never done stand up. And she says, I'm just going to be a natural and go up there. And I'm curious as to how deluded she is. And I'll say, I'm say what? And she's like, I don't know. I'm just going to riff. And I'm like, Christ, I don't. She's sound, but I don't like her. Sound, but I don't like her. Um, and then she says, and if it's going bad, I'll just get my best friend to come up and we can just, people find us hilarious together. When we're out, everyone says, oh, you two are so funny, you should be comedians. And you're just like, do you not know how fucking anything works in life or anything at all? And I don't think she does. I really don't think she does. I think everyone in LA as well as a prostitute, not related to her, but I realized, like, WeHo, I think WeHo, West Hollywood, stands for We Are Hoes. We Hoes, We Hoes, We Are Hoes. I'll be talking about someone to someone. This girl the other day was like, Oh, how do you know? Let's call her. Jennifer. And I'd be like, ah, oh, she's been at a couple of shows and stuff. I'd be like, well, what does she do? She's a model, is she? She lives in that really nice building. And they'd be like, yeah, she kind of does the modeling, but 
she gets that for free and you're like what she's like yeah some some guy just gives her money every month and you're just like hmm what you mean she's like well she doesn't have to do anything she doesn't really have to do anything she just gets put up there and she uh she uh she has to sleep with him sometimes whenever he wants and uh she just gets paid about a month if she does that she has sex with them you're like all right so kind of like a prostitute situation they're like i i wouldn't put it like that but you can put it if you want to put it like that if you want to if you want to put it like that with the facts if you want to lay out the facts and put labels on the facts that's your call but um I wouldn't necessarily put it like she gets paid to have sex or whatever you call that. That's what the situation is. The amount of people that has happened, not happened, but I'm like, oh, that's how they make money. I like too when people are, uh, their parents pay for everything, rich parents pay for their rent, pay for their boutique, pay for whatever bullshit business they're doing. And then they think like, you want to listen to me now? I got some great business advice. I'm a self-made millionaire. And you're like, you're a fucking self-made fuck head. It's what you are. But please do give me advice because I thought I'd be a billionaire by now. Married to Miss Universe on the cover of Beautiful People magazine. Always wearing a suit. But instead, I am working out next to Fabio. Wearing yellow shoes. Potentially they're orange shoes. And um, I have men screaming, who's your daddy? And I'm like, you are. And then I'm like, but well, actually, my friend Chris says he is too. And then I got my dad. And then I meant to be an alpha male, so I'm the daddy also. And what's going on? I realize too, if you read a book in LA, people, if you read a book in public, people will be like, oh, who does this fucker think he is? You think you're better than me? Reading a book? Books are useless. What the fuck are you reading a book for? What's that? Why are you reading a book? Is something up? Is it for a role? That's another one. Are you getting paid to read that book? Are you a homosexual? That's what people say. That's what they all say. And I'll be like, ah, oh, if, that, if that's what that means, then yes. Then yes, indeed. Yes, I am. I'd love to fuck a book. So if you have any nice books that you want me to pump, let me know and I'll get my book pump, pumpity pump, pumpity pump, pump, pump on. Do you know weird too? Speaking about gay people, uh, almost every gay dude I know in West Hollywood tells me, I only date straight guys. And you're like, what? I was, what? They're like, I only date straight guys. And you're like, all right, I don't know what these words mean either. You're gay, but you date straight guys. And I think it's... They want to turn the straight guys gay. Are they really straight then? Apparently they are. The gay guys will convince you it's not gay. Also, I had a dick pic sent to me this week. And I wanted to call the police. No fucking need. No need to send me an erect erect dick pic. How the women... It's mental. Women dealing with that, you're like, oh, what's this? Oh, it's a dick pic. Oh, it's a big old dick. It's a big old erect dick. Nice. Nice. Just but have a sandwich. That's a lie. Don't eat bread anymore. Bread is for poor people. But dick pics are not for my eyes either. Get the bread out of my stomach and the dick pic out of my eyes. No need if you're listening. 
and it was you that sent me the dick pic. I call you a real dick prick. Oh, great player words, you dick prick. Jeez, people keep inviting me to lunch today. And as harsh as it seems, I don't want to go with any of them. Obligating. There's only about two people that I go to lunch with right now. And neither of them would want to go. And that suits me fine, because I've eaten. But only because we could sit there in silence, on our phones, drinking coffee, and not have to fucking entertain the other people. That's what I feel like. I feel like maybe I should be a whore. But instead of sex, you pay me to entertain you. I kind of had that before. People used to fly me around in private jets and like live the high life in return for payment of me entertaining them, being the laugh because they were a bunch of boring fox. They ran out of stories, so they needed me to be the monkey, the dancing clown. Um... So yeah, maybe that's what kind of whore. I still need money though. I don't want to just fly around, live the high life. You gotta give me cash, cash money. That's the name of my whore game. Cash money is they call me. You want me as your laughing whore? Pay me some money. Yeah, these people keep asking for lunch, and you're like, I've eaten. They're like, all right, let's get again tomorrow. I'll be like, I've already eaten tomorrow. It's too much effort for not enough in return. You'll want to talk, and then you won't give me anything, and I'll have to do the talking and carry the conversation at a place I didn't want to be with overpriced food, and then you can snap an Instagram, and then you can say, best day ever with the besties, and you're like, I don't know your last fucking name. Oh, I think the high yoga has me dehydrated and cranky, but you know, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Some days are ups and some days are downs, and then you just die. Then you just die, you gotta throw out the underwear. I can call people, but I can dismiss people, call them, but I can't call some of those nice underwear. I hate when it has a little hole, and you're like, ah, I can't wear that. I get with a girl and she sees a big hole in my boxer she'll be like oh this guy's a fucking mess and you're like yeah but I didn't want you to find out through my underwear I want you to find out slowly and surely by me revealing what I'm really like the facade of online and the image that I project and then you realize oh he's not like that he's more like this this is not like what I wanted. I should have given, been given away by the hole in his underwear. But I was too taken back by his accent. And that's when I, I dance away like a leprechaun with a pot of gold. And I'm like, ha, 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 fooled you. Fooled you. And away I go. Another Miss Universe thrown into the river. As they say, nowhere. She's I'm dying. This coffee's... Wheeling off. Is this it, people? Is this the end of today's podcast? I think so. Perhaps, indeed. Indeed it is. Just got a reflection of myself in my laptop. Mirror reflection. What the fuck were, were those words that came out of my mouth? Um, looking 
I do the stupid. I keep doing these stupid faces. I wish I knew how to take a photo. Alas, I do not know how to take a photo. It's very upsetting. I had to get new headshots this week. Photographer, they trick you. They're good. This photographer, he's a really good photographer. He's like Robbie Williams' photographer. Shout out to Leo. Leo, pump on, Leo, pump on if you're listening. He took some headshots for me. And uh, I looked like a like a buffoon in all of them. And he was like, nah, you look good, you look good. And you're like, hmm, do I look good? Do I look good? And he's like, yeah, you look good, you look good. And you're like, hmm, do I look good? And he took some more and I felt like I looked good. And then I saw pictures and I was like, oh, no, you, you lied to me. I didn't look good, but thank you for lying. Uh, very vain, very vain, very vain. I wonder if people in Ireland were as vain as I was growing up. I remember like... Remember one time, this is bad. I think I told a story. It was like bonfire night where you just grab a load of sticks and make a bonfire and set it on fire. And we've been boozing. What age was I? Maybe 17? Boozing. 16? I can't remember. Boozing. And it was just, it was by my friend's house. And his neighbor uh, was this hot woman. She's like a kid. She was so hot. And hot brunette, and she came along with her kid. And she was she had a little booze with us. We we're just watching the fire, and I was like, I think she's into me. I, I how deluded I am. I'm like, I think my older teacher's into me. And I'm like, this. She was definitely at least twenty eight. I was like probably sixteen, seventeen. This woman at the bonfire. <coughs> I was like, I think she's into me. No reason why she should be nice, but I'm like, I think she's into me. Jesus, I'm a fucking idiot. But um, my buddy's brother was there, and it was like the bonfire was kind of dying out, but we were still going. And people were just throwing random stuff in, and he threw a school pants in, and the leg of it caught in the fire. And I, it wasn't fully in, in the fire, in the bonfire, so I took it by the other leg, and uh, I started, like, swinging it in a circle, like a clockwise circle. Not around my head, but, like, around... Like if a clock was on a wall, what's that called? Perpendicular. Swinging it and it looked cool. Everyone was like, "Ah, oh, he looks like he's a, he's an entertainer." And I was like, "One day you'll see, one day you'll see. I'll be a billionaire from swinging pants that are on fire." And I was swinging it and swinging it and swinging it, and I realized that the pants was like the leg was burning down to the to the middle of the pants that had a zip on it. And it was burning and I was swinging and I looked over at this neighbor woman who I thought was hot. And I was like, is this impressing you? Because this is why I'm doing it. I'm doing this to impress you. Flaming flames around the fucking air. And then I didn't realize the pants, one leg had fully gone. And then it got down to the zip and now the zip was on fire. And the zip ripped off the pants and it flew into the air. This burning zip. And uh, it landed on my friend's brother's face. He was probably 15. And it stuck to his face. Like, do you know the way Joker had that scar? It went like that. It hit his face like that. And uh, he was like, ah. And I was like, oh, Jesus. And I was like, oh, fucking Jesus. And he ran off. And he'd go to the hospital. And then he had a big scare in his face. And he looked like the Joker. And if that was me, I'd be like, I can never go in public again. I'm fucked. I'm so vain. And he was just like, it's cool, man. Accidents happen. 
I was like, what? <laughs> you fucking burnt your face badly with a metal zip. And he was just like, nah, it was cool. I shouldn't have been standing there, maybe. I was like, oh, my God. Am I, am I very vain or you're not vain at all? And after the ambulance took me away, I went back and I sat next to the hot neighbor. And I tried to pick up a can of cider. And I said, that was something hot. And she said, don't ever talk to me or my child again. And I said, that's fair. Have, have a great night. And uh, we never spoke again. Never spoke again. So that was disappointing. Really backfired for us all, huh? I'd say. My friend, the guy with the, the scars in his face, he took it bad. But I also took it bad. You know, I got rejected by the woman that I potentially might have loved. She might have been 12, 13 years older than me. But you never know. I could have made it happen. But we didn't. Very sad. All right, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Time. Hit me up. Go buy my books. Amazon. Random. The Adventures of Nivish Guy in LA. Freedom. Before I came. Randomer. Continue the adventure. It's Instagram at the market. Twitter at Trickadoo. T-R-I-C-K-A-D-U-U. Snapchat at Trickadoo. Send me those nudes. i got a web series as well on YouTube. Check it out. Random. The Adventures of Nivish Guy in LA. If you're in LA ever on a Friday, come to my show at the Laugh Factory Irish Show, 7.45 p.m. Me and all my great friends from Ireland who are actually American but say nothing, I'll put you on the guest list because I'm sound like a pound and I feel remorse and shame for ruining a boy's face. Who is your daddy? Goodbye, God bless. Good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck. The answer is me.